0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is magnified in you. Number six, the glorious church is the bride, the lamb's wife, the new Jerusalem. The city and the temple of God. Did you hear what I said? The glorious church, the glorious church is the bride, comma. You agree, is a, a bride? I've said this so many times. Is a bride, comma. The lamb's wife, comma. The new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem. That is the temple of God, i.e., the temple of God. Wow. It is the bride the lamb's wife the new jerusalem i.e the temple of god revelation chapter 21 verse 1. so as you are seeing us sitting here like that you and i are the new jerusalem which is being built by jesus christ through the ministry of the holy spirit it's been built by God through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Revelation 21, verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Verse 2. And I, I John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Have you seen it? It says New Jerusalem was coming down from heaven, and it was prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now, go down to verse... Um same book, same chapter, but this time around, verse 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Are we not there? Bride the lamb's wife. Oh? He calls it the New Jerusalem. Eh? Saying, Come hither, I will show thee the, the, the bride, the lamb's wife. Next verse. Then when he showed him, he says, he carried me away into a spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of God from heaven. Next verse. Having the glory of God, and her light was like unto the stone, unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. You see, we just read verse, verse 2 that says, verse three that says that New Jerusalem was coming down, abdorned as the brine. And he said, I'm going to show you the bride. Just verse 2. I'm going to show you the bride. When, when, they, when, they, when he went to show them, he was showing him the new Jerusalem. So the new Jerusalem is, a, is a, the glorious church is the new Jerusalem. is a church that becomes the new Jerusalem. Are you seeing it? yeah. It's the bride of the, the Lord. The Lamb's wife is the new Jerusalem, which is the temple of God or the tabernacle of God. So go, go back to um, the verses where we're reading still revelation about the other side so the new jerusalem he says it was radiant like jasper isn't it jasper is the color of god yes. if you read down you see how god what god this is jasper so the New Jerusalem radiates the light of God. They have the same. The New Jerusalem or the Bride, the Glorious Church, is the Church that has the same radiation as God. There are a lot of things I can say. It says having the glory of God. So the New Jerusalem has the glory of God, or the the Glorious Church is the Church that has the glory of God. And her light was like unto the stone, unto a, a, a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Revelation four three. And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper. He was talking about God. Let's read for verse one so that it makes more sense. After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice, and the first which, which I heard was, as it were, a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee the things that, which must be hereafter. Next verse. And immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. That's God, right? Then he says, He was, and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. Do you see? So he, God's color is jasper. And the New Jerusalem's color is jasper as well. Why? It's one with God. In this place, you see, it says, and it had the wall great and high and had 12 gates. The New Jerusalem has 12 gates. And the gates, 12 angels, are the gates 12 angels and names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. So the, name, the, the gates are actually human beings, which are the 12 tribes of Israel. The fathers. The 12 tribes of Israel are human beings. Or are they not human beings? What are their names? <laughs> Levi, Reuben, Simeon, Benjamin, Naphtali, Zebulon, Judah, Dan, God, Benjamin, Issachar, Ephraim, and Manasseh. You have overmentioned because Dan was replaced. Mm, the tribe of Dan, because of something that happened in the Old Testament, is not part of the New Jerusalem. Can you imagine? Eesh. Those are all technical terms. We'll talk about it in the future. But I'm trying to let you know that the glorious Church is the New Jerusalem. Okay? Next point. P- point number seven. You get it. When you marry a wife, these people, they are one flesh. That's what the Bible says. The two shall be one flesh. Yes. You can't do Ayaka Yaka because you'll be doing yourself Ayaka Yaka Do you know Ayaka How do you say Ayaka in French? You don't even know Ayaka You can't hurt your wife. A husband who is maltreating the wife emotionally it's a, it's has problems. You don't understand what it means to be a, a husband. Ephesians chapter 5. Let's talk about husband-wife a little. I'm, I'm sure to bring it to life. Ephesians chapter 5. I tell you. Verse twenty-eight. Look at Ephesians five twenty-eight. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. So a husband must love his wife as his own body, because when you get married, you become one flesh with your wife. One what flesh? Yes, one flesh. Next verse. For no man ever hated his own flesh. Can you cut yourself with blade? If you are in the right senses. If you are not in your eyes, you go do that. But your, if you're in your eyes, you can't cut yourself with blade. You wake up in the morning. Ah, look at my cheeks. They are too big. Yeah. And you pull it and then you cut, you use a knife and then you cut it. And now it looks better. Will you do that? No man, that's what the right. says, No man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished it and cherisheth it. You nourish your flesh, isn't it? Yeah. So you put pomade on yourself, yeah. you spray your armpits. Yeah. Some boys don't. I mean, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> as well. Jesus is Lord. Receive grace to spray your amputee in Jesus name. Receive grace to shave. Shave your ampit and your beggars. You know beggars? Yes. Receive grace to shave. Hey I said, receive grace to shave. <laughs> Smelling bad is not a sign of masculinity. It's a sign of nonsense, nonsensibility. And foolishness having beard that is all over this place untrimmed, unkempt beard, unkempt. Eh, it's there's something wrong, there's something happening. If you are going to keep beard, you must keep it nicely, properly yeah. comb it nicely, and trim it nicely so that you look nice. Eh, yeah. yes. don't your beard is. When you're there, you'll be tying like tying things. It's like rast- It's not. It's not supposed to be like that. Your haircut is not. When we hug you, when we hug you, we have to hold our breath for some seconds. Before it's, like it's not gonna work. Or if you're lady, your hair is there. There's a problem with the hair. Hey! hey. When we hug you. Hi. Hey. 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 We can't say you can't talk much. Just hi. Hey. Wow. This is TPT. No one abuses his own body, but pampers it. Serving and satisfying his needs. Isn't it true? You pamper your body. Do manicure, pedicure, papa cure, mama cure, every cure. That's exactly what Christ does for his church. Yes. So we become one flesh. We be- so we are going to become one with the Lord. And it reflects in how the church looks. Do you see? Hmm. There's no night in New, the New Jerusalem because Jesus is the light of it. The gates of the New Jerusalem is never closed. There's always light. There's no darkness. There's no doom. Saw. None of those things. Yes, And it all has spiritual implications. Some other time I'll talk about those things. The last but one thing I want to mention is that the, the glorious church is a church that has that is one with the spirit the glorious church is the church that is one with the spirit it is the bride that is one with the spirit revelation chapter 22 verse 16 to verse 17 i jesus have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches i am the root and the offspring of david and the bright and morning star beautiful verse 17 and the spirit and the bride say come And let him that hear it say, come. And let him that is a first, come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Now, he says, and the spirit and the bride say, come. In Revelation chapter 2 and Revelation chapter 3, you will see the spirit talking to the church as to what he's supposed to do to become the bride of the Lord. So, in Revelation chapter 2, we can read... There are so many verses, but then let me just mention a few. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. He that has an heir. These are the churches, the letters to the seven churches. Okay? That Jesus wrote. Jesus wrote letters to churches, to our churches, every church. And he wrote seven letters to seven different churches and told them different things. Following what, understanding what he wrote to the seven churches will help you be a better Christian and know that you are supposed to overcome. Every, every Christian must overcome the spirit of, his, of the age that we are in. Okay? Okay. Says he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. So in these places you hear the Spirit saying something unto the churches. To him that overcometh, will I give to each of the tree of life, which is the, in the midst of the paradise of God. So this is one of the rewards you can get as a child of God. Go to verse 11, Revelation 2 11. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be heard of the second death, which is the first resurrection. Those who experience the first resurrection are not going to be heard of the second death. Okay? Are you seeing it? So in this place, you see that the Spirit is talking to the church to show the church what it's supposed to do and how, it, when it becomes, when it overcomes, what it will get. It's all over in the, in the, in the, in the uh, Bible, in Revelation 2 and Revelation 3. Okay? Look at verse 17. He, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that of will I give to each of the hidden manna, and I'll give him a white stone, and in the white stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. So all these verses are showing us what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Instruction the Spirit is giving to the churches. But when the church hears what the Spirit says and overcomes, and that's what it's supposed to do to become the glorious church, the church becomes the bride of Christ, which has the same voice as the Spirit. So, in Revelation 22, I read to you, the Spirit is not saying to the church to come. The Spirit and the bride are saying, come. Now, the Spirit and the, the, the bride or the church has one voice. The glorious church is a church that has one voice of the Spirit because it is one of the Spirit in reality. Number eight. The eighth thing is that the glorious church is the army, the army that follows Jesus or the army of Jesus, or the army of heaven, if you like, whatever you want to see. The glorious church is the army of Jesus, or the army of heaven. Revelation, that's Revelation chapter 19, verse 11. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him, was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he does judge, and make war. He's describing Jesus. Next verse. Quickly, please. His eyes were as a flame of fire. Who is that? Jesus, right? And, his name, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew, but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. Who is that? Jesus, right? Now, verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine lining, white and clean. So, the bride, if you go to verse 7, the bride that has made herself ready Her the wedding garment is what? Fine lining. Let us be glad and uh, verse 8 says, And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine lining, clean and white. Have you seen it? The fine lining, clean and white, which is the wedding dress, is actually our army dress. So right after the wedding and after the, the reception, we are going to fight. We are teaming up with our Lord to go and fight. And that is the second public coming of Jesus Christ. The second coming of Jesus Christ is in two parts. There's a private part and then there's a public part. In the private one, he comes for the church. That is the rapture. That one, he doesn't touch, his feet does not touch this earth. He appears in the skies. First Thessalonians 4, 9. But as touching brotherly love, you need not that I write to you, verse 10, 13. But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, or which are dead, that you sorrow, even as others which have no Because He says, when someone, a Christian dies, don't cry too much. We have hope we are not like every other person there's a resurrection coming okay so you see that person again next verse for if we believe that jesus died and rose again if you believe that jesus is that not what you believe to make you a christian if you believe that he says even so them also which are dead in jesus will god bring with him next verse for this we say unto you by the word of the lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the lord shall not prevent them which are dead or which are asleep Next verse. So those of us who are alive will not prevent those who are dead. Next verse. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Our Lord Himself just shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet, the trump of God, the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. That's the resurrection. This is the wedding day. This is the Lord coming for His bride. He will pick those who are dead in Christ first he will come with them if you die in christ today your spirit and your soul goes to the lord it goes to heaven but you are in heaven without a body you don't have a glorified body do you see so the lord's coming is the day where everyone who died in christ will receive their glorified bodies do you understand so he says you will come with them and then there are bodies here on earth everybody who dies here on earth your body is here someone's body may be in this building because it's sand. Maybe we have excavated it. And it's part of this church building. On the day when Jesus shows up in the skies, a particle, will just, even if just, wherever it is, it will just come. All the sand, wherever it is, will just come together and form your body. And then your spirit will inherit it. And then your body will be glorified. And then you go back to heaven for the marriage and then for the supper. Because your body is actually your garment. Your wedding garment is your body. It's your resurrected body. That is why you come in it as your army dress. Eish. Eish. Hmm. Then we which alive and remain shall be caught up together. The word caught up is rapture, hapazo. Together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Have you seen it? First Corinthians 15 52, 52, 53. In a moment, 52, in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised, incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on in corruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Then he says, So when this mortal, when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. So the resurrection day is the day where death is swallowed up. Because death's power is death loses its power completely. Those of us who are alive will have our bodies changed. So this same body, this same body, but then it will be glorified. It will be a body that can fly, a body that can go through walls. A body that does not get tired. A body that does not have blood in it. It's a body, it's a, it's a, it's a, Jesus said, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. But flesh and bones can inherit the kingdom of God. When Jesus showed up after his resurrection, he was flesh and bones. The body Jesus had when he was here on earth it, is the same body he has right now. Glorified that body can cha- change to a child to a, an older man to a younger man it can change to many things when he says resurrected from the dead he changed in a different form when he was working with the people on the road to Emmaus, so they didn't know it was him they had walked with him for three and a half years but they couldn't tell it was him because he had changed when he broke bread when he, when he did communion with them their eyes opened and noticed that it was him then he vanished from amongst them they are missed so communion opens your eyes to see Jesus who Jesus is without communion you will not know you will not have revelations of Jesus yes So the resurrected body can be can can change to old young baby whatever whatever you choose to become at any point okay when jesus appeared to them in in john chapter 21 when they were going when they went fishing he appeared as an older man yes he appeared as an older man it's all there in the bible Hmm. read your bible pray every day pray every day or listen to messages. You know what God says in his word and you'll be able to read and have understanding every day. Yeah. Yes, it's a song. Yeah. So, the bride that has, after the wedding, the same dress that the bride is wearing is the same dress that the, br- the, the, the bride will be wearing for the for, for the, for the walk. When Jesus was going into heaven, a cloud received him out of the sight of the people. That's in Acts chapter 1, verse 9. And as Jesus was going, and when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Do you see? Jude 1 14. Look at Jude 1 14. Jude 1 14 tells us how Jesus is going to come back. Wow. How is he going to come back? It says, And Enoch also, the servant from Adam, professed out of this saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints. Ten thousand of his saints, that's millions of saints or billions of saints. Ten thousands of his saints. Do you see? Now, when Jesus ascended then the clouds the clowns took him away, two angels appeared before by them. Go back to John chapter uh, Acts chapter one, verse ten now. he says, And while they looked a little bit toward heaven as he went, as well, that behold, two men stood by them in a white in white apparel. That those were angels, and they said unto him, Why are you? Which also said, These men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into the heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner. The way, the manner in which he was taken away, is the same manner in which he will come by. Says he shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. How did Jesus go? He went with clouds. How is he going to come? He's going to come with clouds. Do you see? He's going to come back with what? Now, who are the clouds? The clouds are the ten thousands of his saints. Revelations 1.7, once again. Behold, he cometh with clouds. Go to Revelations 1, seven. Behold, he cometh with what? Yeah. Jesus cometh with what? Yeah. What took him out? How did he go? He went with clouds. The clouds he went with are actually clouds of human beings. They were a cloud of human beings. Jesus rose from the dead. When he rose from the dead, he didn't rise from the dead alone. He rose from the dead with other people. Matthew chapter 27, verse 50. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, he did not have the ghost. When he died, next verse, and behold, the villa of the temple was rent in twain, or the, came into two, from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quick, and the rocks rent. And the, the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept, or which had died, arose. All those who died before Jesus came, rose from the dead with him, when he came out of the grave. Look at the next verse. And came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. So somehow will be in the farm, and Abraham would just appear. Oh, hail. Yes, it happened. Actually in Jerusalem, yet they still don't believe. Very stubborn people. Yes, some believe, some don't believe. I'm not the one saying it's in the Bible. And when Jesus was ascending, he ascended with these ones on that day. They were part of the first resurrection. The first fruit of the resurrection. Okay? Now, if you go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Wherefore, seeing that we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, the cloud of witnesses that we are compassed about is a cloud that took Jesus away. That we join. When you join when you die. When you die, you join the cloud of witnesses. There's a family in heaven and there's a family on earth. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. Ephesians 3, 14. For this cause I bow my name unto the Father of glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named. There's a family that has parties in heaven, parties on earth. We, those of us who are here are on earth. Those of them who are there in heaven are also in heaven. But we're all part of the same family. And they are the cloud that... Of witnesses that look at us they watch us cheering us on to overcome and to live for the Lord do you see now when Jesus is coming he's going to come with the all of all those who are dead he's going to come with them all those who have been raptured he'll so we will be raptured those if we should come today we'll be taken and we'll join we'll get our glorified bodies those who are dead will come come and take their bodies and then we'll all go and be with the Lord we'll have the marriage we'll have the marriage supper then we'll come with him and now, and when he's coming, the heaven will open like this. it will be, it will be like an alien movie. It will open and Jesus will descend and touch his feet will touch the mountain that he, he left Mount Olivet. His feet will touch there. Revelation chapter nineteen. What we're reading, eh? And when he's coming, he's going to come with 10,000 of his saints. So we are, we are the, the 10,000 of his saints are the armies, the armies of heaven, which is the bride. The glorious church. Behold, he out to class. Revelation chapter 19. Verse, let's read. Uh, we started from verse, let's read verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses. So we all come upon white horses. Oh, yes. Ask your neighbor Charlie, how what how will you come down like this or like this? Like, how are i gonna come down riding your horse like this? <laughs> you mean business? I'm coming. Yes, so we all come with the Lord. Can you imagine this? And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in fine line and white and clean. And listen, when he comes like this, he's coming to come and fight. But it's not going to be a jet leech type of fight. A word will come out of his mouth he just he just do this and destroy all his enemies because there will be people who would have been gathered to fight. The armies of the East and the armies of the Antichrist will be fighting at a place called Megiddo okay and that battle is called the battle of amagidon have you heard it before yeah. uh-huh so whilst they they are coming to fight though, when they are coming to fight they will see us coming from heaven and they'll think we are aliens so they will unite against us and the lord will do <laughs> and everything will be fine and out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword that with it he should smite the nations and he shall rule them with a the rod of iron so we will be coming to come and rule the world for 1,000 years. It's called the 1,000 year reign of Christ. And when he comes, he will sit down on a throne and he will gather all the world to gather before him and he will separate them sheep and goats. The Antichrist will have persecuted the, uh, the church, those who are left, and then um, the Jews and all of that. So he will sit down and all those who helped Israel during that time, he will reserve them. All those who didn't help them during that time and received the mark of the beast and all of that, he will put them in hell. It's called the judgment of the sheep and goats. Yes. And then those who are left, he will rule them for 1,000 years. Without death, death is suspended for some time. No, nobody will die. For 1,000 years, people will give birth. The, one, the, old, the, the youngest person who will die, will be the, the Bible says it will be 100 years. Like if you died 100, they will say that, ah, you didn't live. Grah. They will write, what a shock. Because people will be living. Death will be suspended. Health... There will be a lot of health, all of that. And we'll be ruling and reigning with Jesus for 1,000 years. All is known in the Bible. So the the glorious church is a church that is the army of heaven that comes to rule and reign with Christ on that day. Okay? All right. So this is what the glorious church is. Hallelujah. Wow. Chapter 2. How does Jesus build there? Or how how Jesus builds the glorious church? How he does it? The glorious church is built by Jesus. Let me just read it to you. The glorious church is built by Jesus in time. The glorious church is built by Jesus in time. In this time. Not in eternity. It's built now. Do you see? Through the word and the spirit. Acting in the body of Christ by the agency of the fivefold ministry. Hallelujah. That's how Jesus builds the church. He builds the church through now, in time, right now. So the glorious Church is being built right now. Right now. Not five years from now or not in eternity. It's being built right now. All that I've told you is happening right now. If you're going to be included, it's now. If you're not going to be included, it's now. Please, you get it. Yes. He's building it right now. Through the ministry of the Spirit and the Word. Remember, he says he's cleansing it and sanctifying the church with the washing of water by the Word. So he's using the Word and he's also, using, he's also working with the Spirit to... To build the church. The, the glorious church. Hallelujah. And he's also doing it through the ministry of the fivefold. Through pastors, preachers, all of that. Okay? That's what he's doing. He's doing... So the glorious church is being built now. It's being built when? Now. now. So we can decide to be a, be the glorious church. Be part of the glorious church. That is why it's called the glorious church camp. You can it's a choice. You can decide that I want to be part of the glorious church. I'm, I'm going to be part of it. I'm going to be someone without blame... Without blemish. What's the first point? What is the glorious church? The glorious church is what? A church without spots or wrinkle. Number two is what? Without blemish. Number three. A, cha- a chaste virgin. The, the glorious church is the chaste virgin, isn't it? Number four. The perfected church. Number five. A church that is ready and prepared to remind to Jesus. Number six. The glorious church is the bride, the lamb's wife. That is the New Jerusalem, which is the temple of God. Number seven. Maza nama. Is that what? Is the the Goliath church the church that is one of the Spirit? Number, number eight. Is the army of the of the of heaven of Jesus or whatever you want to call it? Hallelujah. So you can decide that you want to be part because just by being part of the glorious church, you are going to be part of all these actions that is going to happen. What a blessing! Yes, chapter three. Chapter three is the acronym of the the acronym for the build up of the glorious church. The acronym of the build up of the glorious church. Remember, Jesus is building the glorious church now, isn't it? No And there's an acronym God has given me. To, um. That helps. That will help you to focus on being built as the glorious church. Any church can have it. Okay? Yes. It's an offshoot from what Bishop Dag has written. The double mega missionary church. He calls his own shabby shepherding must go. This one is called the glorious church. Okay, so this is the acronym. The glorious church. So there, T, so you can just write T, then you put a dash by it. I just want to give it to you, and then we'll close. Okay. So the T is the available church. The glorious church is a church that is available, and I'll discuss it some more tomorrow. The available church, H, H, honoring the prophets church. A glorious church is a church that honors its prophets. So, honoring the prophet-oriented church, if you like. Okay? A glorious church is honoring whatever. So, H is honor. Honoring the prophet-oriented church. E, evangelism and mission-conscious church. The glorious church is an evangelism and mission-conscious church. So, that forms there, right? T-H-E. So, that's there. Now, glorious... Are you following me or I'm too fast? I'm going too fast. Am I going too fast? Okay, let me take my time. T is the available church. That's their statue, T. Uh, so, the available church. Then, H is honoring what? <inaudible> honoring the prophet oriented church. Okay? Then, E. Evangelism and mission conscious church. The glorious church is an evangelism and mission conscious church. Now, Jane. So yes, we are coming to give that calling for the glorious. Jane is God oriented church. God oriented church. L. Jane is God oriented church. L is love oriented church. Wow, is it not nice? Love oriented church. O, L is love oriented church. O is organized swollen Sunday services oriented church. <laughs> church. Organized swollen Sunday, Sunday services oriented church. Organized Soling Sunday services oriented church. Organized Soling Sunday services oriented church. Our, can I go on? Our, rich and healthy church. Rich and healthy church. The glorious church is a rich and healthy church. I, I, intimate counseling oriented church. Intimate counseling oriented church. I, intimate counseling oriented church. O, is Glorius not spelled J-L-O-R-I-O-U-S? That's how it's spelled. So the next O is Organized Bus Uber Boats oriented, <laughs> boat oriented Church. Organized Bus Uber Boats Oriented Church. Organized Bus Uber Boats Oriented Church. No Yawa Church. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Organized Bus Uber Boat, Yango, what? Taxi, Taxi trotro, etc., etc. Private car, plane, helicopter. You know helicopter. Okay, <laughs> Oriented church. You, you, understanding-oriented church. Understanding-oriented church. It's a church that seeks to understand. All the things I've said, you need to understand it. You see. S. S. Shepherding for Solical Salvation Oriented Church. Shepherding for Solicar Salvation Oriented Church. Shepherd for, Shepherding for Solicar Salvation Oriented Church. Not just shepherding, you are shepherding for a purpose. There's a reason for your shepherding. You get it? For solicitable salvation. The Holy Spirit is wonderful, isn't it? Then church. The C. Children-oriented church. Children-oriented church. H. H. House of God everywhere church. (laughs) House of God everywhere oriented church. She says husband church. (laughs) Ah. House of God everywhere oriented church. That's building campaign. House of God oriented. House of God everywhere Oriented church. You. You. Unlimited faith oriented church. Unlimited faith oriented church. The glorious church is a church that has unlimited faith. R. Resourceful church. That's where intelligence and all of those things come in. Resourceful church. Okay? Resourceful what? Church. C. C. Cell based church. Yes, you remember. Cell based church. Cell based church. H. Hard following church. Hard following church. Hard following church. Wow. Or hard followers church. Whatever. Heart following oriented church, however, I want to call it. So, this is the acronym for the glorious church. Is it nice? What is the first? What is the T? The available church. What is the H? What is the E? The G? God oriented church. L? Love oriented church. O? Organized Swollen Sunday Services Oriented Church R. Rich and Healthy Church I. Intimate Counseling Oriented Church O. Organized Bus, Uber, Boat, Yango, Taxi, Helicopter, Aeroplane, Everything Oriented Church Uber Church U. Understanding Oriented Church S. Shepherding for Souls Oriented church. C. Children oriented church. H. House of God everywhere oriented church. U. Unlimited faith oriented church. R. Resourceful. C. Cell based church. H. Hard followers, hard following church. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. We pray that the Word of God will be rooted and bounded in your heart as you give attention to the Word.